are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an absolute stunner of a show today. I'm your host, Coop, with my mediocre friend, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. Webb is going to prove how wrong he has been about these NBA Finals, and we are going to start our NBA Draft Preview. Webb, are you ready for today's show? It's a glorious evening. Celtics lost. I am so ready. That was good, right? I really enjoyed that, too. Anytime Boston loses, it's just time for celebration. Is it embarrassing that the Lakers are the fourth best team in California right now? Is that embarrassing for you? I still think the Lakers are going to win a championship before your Colts. So, no. And they are not the fourth uh, best team in California. So. We're going to get to everything. I want to ask you a question, though, about something Stephen A. Smith said on today's first take, okay? Just, I we have not discussed this. I just want to get your first reaction to this, okay? He said, when healthy, he would take Anthony Davis over Jokic or Luka or Jimmy Butler. What do you think about this? Uh, I don't think that's crazy. Because I think AD, when healthy, is could be the best player in the league, when healthy. Like, Let me ask you a quick question, team. okay? Yeah. How many MVPs did... Anthony Davis win well in New Orleans. He has not won an MVP in his entire career, so zero. How many playoff series did he win in New Orleans? Zero. How many did Luca win this just this year alone? Luca won what is it? Two. Two. So how many MVPs has Jokic won so far as the best player in the league? Didn't get my vote, but he won two back to back. That stuff doesn't matter to me though. I don't care about the MVP stuff. We talk about how political that is so i don't care about that no but you could say he was i mean i think you had him second or third right yeah yeah for sure so you never had anthony davis as the first second or third best player in the league have you yeah i have but the thing was in terms of the mvp narrative no i never had him as a top three in uh from my votes because he's always been on a mediocre team with the exception of the last few years and even then and this year <laughs> sucks. Even even then, kind of um it was a wash with, with LeBron there. Um, so it's hard for him to get it. It's hard to get it when you know you're one of the top teams we have, one of those top players. But you know, skill for skill in a vacuum, AD is 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 elite, he's top notch. Okay, but you wouldn't say that Denver this year or Dallas this year were roster is filled with talent, would you? No, no. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I take Luke over Anthony Davis healthy. I, I, I would no, but but it does mean that New like Anthony Davis with those New Orleans teams, it wasn't like his teams were way worse than Dallas or Denver were. They were comparable at worst, at best. I'll have to look back with probably. You're probably right. All I'm saying here is Stephen A. Smith is ridiculous, and I can't believe you're siding with him on this. You are a maniac. So, I don't know. 80 is the total package to me. Like, um, you know, in, in recent memory, we've seen Jimmy go off. We've seen Luka go off. We've seen Nokic go off and win MVPs and just be, like, the most efficient player in the league. So, and 80 has been hurt for a good portion of the year, and it's kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind. So, like, right now, it's hard for me to remember more AD playing at an elite level than those guys we just mentioned. But, you know, at the at the beginning of the season, um, or throughout their career, like AD is definitely in that conversation. There's been times when I said AD was the best player in the league, for sure. He's a monster. That that has never happened. You have never said he's the best player in the league because Kevin Durant's in this league. Giannis yeah, is in this league. But Giannis, is, Giannis is a recent uh a recent uh, addition to the conversation. He won AD. the last two MVPs before Jokic won. He's for four years. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't care about the MVP stuff. This narrative stuff. No, AD. I'm saying that he's been in the conversation as one of the best players the last five years at minimum. No, not at minimum. Definitely not. Giannis, that turn, that that Giannis conversation peaked like probably three years ago. AD, AD was definitely one of the best players. AD when he came into the league was already probably a top, I don't know, probably a top 50 player. He's one of the best players in college ever. Calm it down. Played one season. Relax. Go look at go look at the list that people have for the best players of the decade in, in, in the NCAA. 80 is going to be on every list. He was amazing. 
You played one season. You can't be one of the best college players ever against guys that played four seasons. It doesn't work. Yeah, but for one, but you do that all the time. <laughs> you take a small sample size and you say that this player is. And you yell at me for it, but for AD, you, your Laker bias is showing. It's disgusting. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, per season. I'm not saying totality. Like, you can't compare AD to, to Michael Jordan or to Kareem or to a, to a player like that. But, like, you only know two college basketball players? <laughs> you got two. No, I'm just, <laughs> Michael I'm just Jordan and Kareem. I'm saying, I'm saying players who, did, who played um, at an elite level for multiple years i mean jordan took a while to get there but he eventually got there Dwayne wade was was very good um grant hill obviously magic but like if you look at guys like like ad played one year he was very good Kyrie played in like six or seven games he was very good i don't think he'd be in that conversation but ad 80 is up there i think he gets a lot of flack because uh one he he, he uh it's bad yeah he's not bad you have to look come on Coop. Come on. You're such a victim of recency bias. It's not even funny. This I guy's never not... healthy. I didn't like no, him not... before in New Orleans because I thought he was overrated. He trademarked the brow. Like, that was something people were going to steal for some reason. That was embarrassing. The Rock could have stolen him. No, like, the brow with one was stupid. Yeah. The Rock also has the Rock already. Why does he need the brow? The people's eyebrow. I don't know. Not Awful. important. We'll get and into overrated, though, Coop. For the record, nice the best call the best college basketball player of all time is Christian Leitner. Okay, let's move on to the NBA Finals, Webb. It's been very fun. Webb has been texting me after every game, besides Friday night when Steph Curry went off. He was awfully silent that, silent that night. But let's get to these NBA Finals. The Golden State Warriors are up three games to two. They beat the breaks off Boston in Golden State for game five. They've won the last two games by 10 points each. My boy, Jason Tatum. I think he had four air balls in game five, like really awful shots. Steph Curry was 0 for 9 from three. I think it's the first time in 123 playoff games. He has not hit a three-pointer. Did Golden State win game five or did Boston lose game five? What do you think happened in this game? Uh, I think Golden State won it because they have a very deep team and um, Steph was bad. Uh, Wiggins... Cool play. They stepped up. Looney got in foul trouble early, so they didn't even have a big early on. Um, yeah, but cool. I mean, it's hard for me to say that Boston lost that game because they were down big early on, as usual. And uh, your boy just didn't come through again. He was the talk of the town today, man. Jason Tatum, that superstar, that uh, the guy that you dubbed, what was it, the best two-way player after Giannis. Just I'm just I'm just waiting for that that clutch defense. He's just killing it in the fourth quarter these days. I'm just just loving that superstar status that he has right now. This guy had 27 and 10, five for nine from three. The guy he was guarding most of all, Draymond Green, did nothing. Okay, he shut Draymond down. The offensive force that is Draymond Green. You're right. Draymond would have dropped 40 if uh, Tatum wasn't covering him. I forgot about that. Is Draymond the worst offensive player that might go to the Hall of Fame? No, Ben Wallace was worse. Like he's in the Hall of Fame. Was he worse though? Hundred percent. All Ben could do is dunk. At least Draymond can hit, has hit the occasional three. Um, ben was literally just dunks, putbacks. That was about it. Uh, better, better uh, rim runner than than uh, Draymond, but Draymond was. Draymond's a better, I think, um, all-around defender, at least on the perimeter. He guard more positions than Ben Wallace. Uh, Draymond Green is awful, and I hate watching him play offense. He is the worst shooter I think I've ever seen of a guy who I've never seen someone more open. I legitimately think if given, like, 25 minutes on the court, I could make more three-pointers than Draymond Green could. I think I could, seriously, because I could hit one. Probably right. Um, yeah, Draymond was not great, but he had he had some solid stats, and he didn't get benched this time around. Actually, no, he fouled out. Fouled out real hard. <laughs> yeah, on a and, bad call. To be fair, fouled out on a bad call. But Draymond, like, I would kick him out too. I don't even care. He's such a jerk to everybody. He's been daring the refs to kick him out. He he just he wants to get thrown out for sure. 
Yep. But Draymond's not the focus because Draymond is not the superstar on this team. He's not even the second or third option. He Let's does get- not. He does not Sorry. hold the status that uh, Jason Tatum, your boy, <laughs> on the Boston Celtics holds. No, I just I just want to kind of focus on this a little bit because uh, he's been bad, and I know you think the twenty-seven and ten is indicative of him having a good game for this elite two-way wing, this superstar. I just, Why? I'm just, I'm just Why are you saying it with such hatred? Why? I, you I act don't like hate- him getting to the finals isn't impressive. He's twenty-four years old. It's not him. It's the Boston Celtics. I think that's what we need to remember. Jalen Brown is also on the team. The Defensive Player of the Year is also on the team. Two other Defensive Player of the Year candidates, not named Jason Tatum, um, Al Horford and Robert Williams are on the team. It's a good team. Jason Tatum, uh, yeah, he's not very good in the fourth quarter, that's for sure. Something that you really, really harped on Devin Booker for being not elite. He's five for 21 in the fourth quarter. That's under 24%. And before yesterday's game, he was shooting 34%, which is in the vein of Russell Westbrook. Um, He had historically bad finals numbers, the lowest percentage for any player who attempted at least 20 shots per game in the finals, like ever. How do you do that? It takes a lot of skill to be that bad, to keep getting those opportunities. I guess so. And it's, it's, it's just a wonder. I'll just, I'm just going to let you know what this, uh, this, uh, this phenom has. So the fourth quarter in game one, he scored zero points. In, this, in game two, in the fourth quarter, zero points. In game three, he scored eight points on a terrible shooting percentage. In game four, he scored three points. And yesterday, he, he just lit it up with five points. So I don't know, man. Cool. You gave Devin Booker a lot of flack. Jason Tatum is one of the most inefficient shooters I've ever seen. Get so much praise. And I don't hate Tatum. I just hate all this, all the, the narrative that comes with him, which he even said he didn't bring on himself. But I think he's just, at this point, he's overrated. And He did compare himself to Kobe pretty early. This is kind of his doing. I believed in Jason Tatum. And I still do, by the way. And I think you only hate him so much because he plays for Boston and you've realized that the Celtics are just a much better run franchise than the Lakers. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It's hatred on your part. That's all it is. You are furious. The Lakers drafted Lonzo Ball instead of Jason Tatum. And you're regretting that right now. And you're like, you know what? I've got to attack Jason Tatum to give Magic Johnson his credibility back. That's what this is. And I understand it. In hindsight, that does hurt a little bit. Not going to lie, Coop. But I don't know, like it's it's he has some growing to do. That's that that that's the silver lining. It's very, very early in his career. I think he's a great player. Um, and I think he has he has um I mean it's spotty. He doesn't really have that killer instinct all the time. Like he takes a lot of threes and he's been shooting like I think forty five percent from three this series. And that's been like probably that and the assist has been the best. Um, feature of his game in the finals, but he's also also had like 95 turnovers in the playoffs, which is crazy and a record. And I just don't understand um, how he's Boston had Boston had 18 turnovers in yesterday's game. I think it was nine in the first half, then nine in the second half as well. And it was a lot on Tatum. I think he had, I want to say it was four. four. Yeah. Which is low for him. <laughs> Your boy, Jalen Brown, had five. So, yeah, Jalen Brown was terrible yesterday. I love Jalen Brown. Saying, he's terrible yesterday. The only good player yesterday was Robert Williams. That was basically the Boston's only good player. He yeah. killed it on the defensive end. And Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart was good too. Was he? Yeah, I think he was solid. Mar- but also, I think Marcus Smart is the mo- one of the most overrated players in basketball, not named Devin Booker. Wow. Um, I just want to touch on the Steph Curry comment you made. I've been saying that Steph Curry is like the most volatile offensive player. I've been saying that exactly what he did in game four and exactly what he did in game five is what he does. He'll drop 40 and then he'll struggle to hit 20. That's what Steph does. That's why he's not reliable at this point in his career, but he's like still an exciting player to watch when he's hot because he can shoot from anywhere. But when he can't shoot, kind of useless. I really appreciate you said he's not reliable 
at this point of his career, his team is one game away from winning an NBA championship, but he's not reliable. You are a maniac. Not not on a night-to-night basis. Um, I think... How did they get here then? How did they get here? You know, in in part due to him, but not because of him. You really are the Stephen A. Smith of this podcast, buddy. It's impressive. I think think Steph is great, but, you know, he's just not reliable night-to-night. Look at... um, you know, like, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Andrew Wiggins, where I've been saying, I think, has a good chance to win the finals MVP. If Wiggins has a great game on Thursday and they close out the Celtics, I think he's winning MVP. If Steph struggles he again. Has, he has no chance of winning MVP. Zero percent chance he wins it. It's going to be Steph for sure. Steph has to have a good game. Yesterday's game was embarrassing. It wasn't ideal for sure. 0 for 9 from 3 hertz. His shot selection chart is really ugly as well. Yeah. He was taking it from like 36 feet for some reason. It was really bad. It was bad. And but then that stat came up where it was like, he's hit one in 123 games straight. And I was like, oh, that's pretty impressive, actually. 100%. But I don't know, man. I just don't know what version I'm going to get of him on, on Thursdays. I, I really don't know. The MVP version. He's going he's gonna to tear the house down in Boston. You said that a while back, and then Boston won. Now the Golden State's up three games to two, okay? And did you see what they've done when it was time to close out on the road? They've lost every game this, this postseason. Didn't Golden State win game four in Boston? No, I mean, it's time to close out like the series. Okay. I picked them to win in seven. I am changing that. Golden State wins in six games now. They're going to dominate this game on Friday. Sorry. Yeah, Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, sorry. Um, I picked them to win in seven, so not feeling good about Thursday. But I do hope that Golden State wins in Boston because that would be uh, early Christmas. I want to give a little shout-out to Gary Payton the second, by the way. I love that guy. He is such a great defensive presence. He killed it. He was six for eight from the, from the field goals, two for, sorry, two for two from the line. He's probably the best athlete on this team right now. He's maybe the best defender besides Draymond. Clay's been better at defense this last couple of games, which surprised me. But Gary Payton, he has been excellent so far. I'm really, I'm really happy for him. I think he's a free agent after this game, after this season. I hope he gets paid a bunch of money. He deserves it. Yeah, he's really good. I remember him in college. Like he was, he, he was solid. Obviously, he had the pressure of being GP's son. Um, I don't know if I'd say he's the most athletic on the team, but. Um, good two-way player. I like him. He's for sure not a better two-way player than Jason Tatum, but he's pretty good. He has some heart. I like this kid. <laughs> no one's a better two-way player than Jason Tatum. What do you call? What do you call the glove's son? The mitten? Like, what is his nickname going to be? I don't know. Why can't you call him the glove as well? It's only one glove. Come on. And OJ has it. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Are you saying Golden State and seven still? Yeah. Let's move on to our NBA draft preview web. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. You follow college basketball like a maniac. I kind of pop in for the tournament because I think college basketball is mostly garbage. Do you disagree with because you're a bad person? But I've been studying tape. I watched a bunch of Paolo. I watched the most overrated player in this class, Chet Holmgren. He's going to be awful, by the way, as a professional. I have zero faith in that guy. But we're going to do team previews today, draft needs, correct? You've done this for the whole Eastern Conference? Yeah, I've just done team needs. Not focusing on the player, players as much, but um, you'll, you'll get a sense of where I'm going when it's time to do the mock. Do you agree with me on Chet a little bit? 100%. And I think a lot of these um, analysts are copycat. And I do not think he should be anywhere near where they have him uh, being selected. He is... N- I don't understand him. They're like, he can, he can block shots and shoot the three. So what? He weighs 85 pounds. I do have no faith in this kid. It's going to be awful. It's going to be real bad. And then these geniuses are going to have a redraft a year from now, which makes no sense, by the way. I don't understand how you can have a draft when you know who's going to be good. Um, but, yeah. Awful. Just listen to us, people. 100%. Not okay. sheep. <laughs> Says the guy who hates Steph Curry and Jason Tatum. 
think let's add the box over here. Okay, we'll start I in the east. So much. <laughs> I think that made a lot of sense. Do you want to go by division or alphabetical order, Web? What did you do? Uh, your 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 choice, Coop. You organized yours by alphabetical order, right? Correct. But I'm Divi- let's go by divisions. Yeah. Let's start with the southeast. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks are up first. I'll give you kind of alphabetical order because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, Coop's a genius. He tried tried to go alpha order or by division, and then chose the southeast division. And it's the same team. Uh, I'm, I'm helping you out here, so you can figure things out. <laughs> nice guy. Okay, oh, you're the best. The Atlanta Hawks roster. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last season. Trey Young took a step back in my eyes this year. So did the rest of the Hawks. What do they need to make their team better in this year's draft? Yeah, so the Hawks um, had a good run in 2021. Took a real big step back in 2022. Uh, I think they need front court. Um, improvement. They need a rim runner. They need someone who has some size on him to play above the rim. I think they need a, a wing, put the ball on the ground, create their own shot, take some uh, take some pressure off of uh, off, off Trey, and um, yeah, someone who they can rely on. Someone who's not going to step on Trey's toes, but someone who Trey, if he's struggling or um, or if uh, you know if he's being double teamed, they have someone else. You can you can score. So it's two different players I'm talking about. But they need to get someone like that. Sorry, they need to get one of those two guys. Do you think Trey Young can ever be the best player on a championship level team? Um, yes, but the second best player would have to be would have to complement him very well and would have to be uh, not too far off in terms of skill level. Okay, and their first pick this year is pick number 16. Do you think they keep that pick? Yes, I do. Okay, interesting. Let's move on to the Charlotte Hornets web. Sorry, you, you know what? Unless they keep it, unless they put in a package with John Collins and or Clint Capella, then yeah, I can see them, I can see them offloading that pick. Because I don't think Collins and Capella will both be back next year. They definitely shouldn't be. Okay. Let's move on to the Charlotte Hornets, a team that I love because I love LaMelo Ball. team did not perform as well as I would like last season. LaMelo was hurt with some time with a broken wrist, I believe. Where do you see them going in the draft? What are they going to look for in this draft? Yeah, so this is, this is a, a terrible defensive team. Um, I think the biggest or the most glaring need is in the middle. They need, a, they need a big. They need someone who can dominate on both ends. Went with Mason Plumley and Montrez Harrell this season. Uh, yeah, not a recipe for success. Um, and they drafted he, Kai Jones last year, a guy I liked quite a bit coming out of Texas. Hopefully, he yeah, gets some playing time next year, but we'll see. He's very slender. I'm not a big fan of his, but you know, I wasn't. I didn't hate the pick because they had multiple picks last year. Um, I think they also. Need someone who can get to the rim, someone who can, can, can uh, operate in the paint. Um, it's a lot of pressure on Lamelo and and Terry Rozier. Uh, Miles Bridges is a free agent. He's going to command a lot of money. I don't know if they necessarily need to bring him back, but they're probably going to overpay him. Um, and and Trez is also a free agent, and he did he did a, a decent job when he went to uh, Charlotte last year. So Charlotte, Charlotte has picks 13 and 15. Do they make those picks or package them up to get to like number seven or eight? What do you think is more likely here? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I honestly don't know. I would I would try to swing those picks for a proven commodity rather than moving up in the draft um, and try and get Gordon Hayward the hell out of Charlotte. I wish at your wedding... When they said, does anyone have any objections? I said, I wish I had said, honestly, I don't know what's going on here. I wish I said that at your wedding. It's because you're in love with me. That's why. <laughs> I did not see you going there. Well done, sir. <laughs> so you think Charlotte needs some rim protection here? 100%. Rim runner, rim protection. And uh, they also need, I think they need a boost in scoring. Uh, I think they can let Miles Bridges walk, man. Package. One or both of those picks with Gordon Hayward, beautiful. Get a Gordon Hayward tip for Westbrook. Easy peasy. <laughs> All 
All right, Webb. Let's move on to the next team on our list, the Miami Heat. They made the Eastern Conference Finals last year for injuries and Kyle Lowry's monstrosity of a contract cooked them out. Where do you see them going in this year's draft? Their first pick being at number 27. Yeah, so I can see them either going and most likely going with size, um, either a four or a five here. But I think they can also try and get uh, some some point guard depth because Kyle Lowry was awful and they will most likely be looking to get out of that contract soon. Um, they'll probably give them one more year before they try to dump that contract. Um, that's Duncan Robinson and Lowry for Westbrook, you think? What's going to happen there? <laughs> Let's just make that assumption that anytime I think they need a point guard, Russ is available. Although I, I like mean, Russ, so I'm not trying to I say can tell. That. I can tell. <laughs> I like Rip. Future Hall of Famer, man. Okay. Sure he is. Okay, so you think they're going to go point guard or some rim protection to help ban out? Yeah, I think I think more than likely um, they're going to get a big or try to get a big, especially, especially at that part in the draft. Um, All the depots a free agent. Uh, Marquise Morris is a free agent. Dwayne Dedman. So I think they need some size, man. Um, Tyler Hero wants to get paid, by the way. He wants to start next year because he doesn't want to get paid backup money. Yeah, ship him out. I don't care. <laughs> ship him out. He's sixth man of the year. I don't care. And Ginobili won sixth man of the year and won titles, okay? Tyler Hero could be that guy too, maybe. Uh, okay. We'll see. <laughs> so you think the Kyle Lavery replacement at number 27, probably a good place to start, I think. Yeah, or or a big. Okay. Like, a, like an actual big. The Orlando Magic are up next, Web. They have the first pick in the draft. This is their first time since getting Shaq. They had the first pick. Do they get the next Shaq here? What, what are they going to do with the first pick this year? Didn't they have the first pick with uh, Dwight? They did. I forgot because he's so unmemorable. That's my fault. <laughs> um, so Orlando is a team that cannot put the ball in the hole. They're a decent defensive team. This is not a golf um, podcast, but you might be confused with someone else you're doing, but this is the basketball <laughs> podcast, actually. <laughs> Orlando cannot score the basketball. They were the second we worst team when it comes to uh, points per game, and uh, um, they were the, they had the third fewest uh, uh, makes at the, the charity stripe, so they didn't get to the line that much. Um, so I think, what they, I think they can go in several directions. I think a wing would be nice. Uh, who can actually stay healthy and who can score. But I think they also could use some uh, some front court depth. Um, I like Mobamba. I like um, uh, the center that they got from Chicago last year. I can't remember his name. Wendell Carter. Yeah, Wendell Carter Jr. Um, I like him. He, he's okay. But I think he they was need good him. last year for them. He was good for them last year. Bad team. Um, they need some depth. I, I watched more Orlando games than I want to admit last year because I was so high on Jalen Suggs and I wanted to be right about that. And they're kind of a fun team. Franz is a really good player. Suggs has potential. Markel, Markel Fultzman, they paid him a bunch of money. If he can be healthy and not lose his mind, he can be pretty good. Cole Anthony showed some stuff. I forgot Jonathan Isaac was on this team still. I think so today. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen him play much in the last couple of years. I don't think that team is very good at all. But they're fun to watch. They have some interesting pieces. I think they're going to take Chet because they were so in love with Mo Bamba. And he's kind of the better version of Mo Bamba in their eyes, even though he's not. But I would take Paolo. I, I don't think I think I would skip Jabari. I would take Paolo if I were them. And I would keep moving because he can play right now and he'll be good right now. Yeah, they need they need a big. I think they still need a big, a big someone who can uh, someone who's who's a rim runner, someone who can play above the rim, someone who can actually you know make this team fun again, like what like it was when it was Shaq when Shaq was there when Dwight Howard was there, uh, or go for a wing. Wagner's Wagner's all right, both of them. Um, Franz was really good last year. For them he played really good minutes for them uh, yeah he was he was solid not a not a huge franz uh Wagner fan but he was i think i, I think he definitely did he did a, he was all right he was all right he was definitely in the such, running for for rookie of the year such a hater <laughs> the worst 
he was in the running. Um, you know, he's in the conversation with uh, Giddy. Obviously, Scotty was uh, Scotty and, and Mo Blue were were better, but he's in the conversation. Yeah. Is Mo so, Bamba on this team next year? I say no. Um, I don't know. Okay, maybe I don't know if he's if he is. I don't think it's in the role that is that he should be. I I like Mo Bamba. I think he has a lot of potential, but it's taking a while for it to to materialize. So who do Orlando take at number one right now? Who are they taking? Chet, Paolo, or Jabari? I'm not taking Chet. That would be stupid. Um, I don't know why. Uh, there's, I mean, I imagine take one of those three guys. Probably go Jabari Smith. Um, so I'll, I'll stick with that. You're the worst. Let's move on to Washington Web, the last team in the division, and a team that has let me down time after time after time. They have the 10th pick in this year's drafts. What, what team needs do they have this season? Uh, guard depth. They need a point guard, possibly a shooting guard. Bradley Beal is on his way out. We've been saying that for the past two years. Um, they need some shooters. They're one of the worst shooting teams in the league. Worst three-point shooting team last year. And they need some defenders. Uh, they didn't really force many turnovers last year. So if they can get a point guard that hits all those, or a guard, I should say, who hits all those, um, those buttons, uh, can shoot the basketball, can also uh, play a little defense and can distribute the ball, um, that'd be great. But obviously that's a lot to ask for in one player. So they need a, they need a point guard. And I think they can also use some, uh, some reinforcement in the front court. Because they have uh, not only Bradley Beal, but Thomas Bryant is also free uh, agent. So does Bradley Beal sign that Supermax and then has to be traded right away? Or does he not sign it, you think? Uh, probably be in his best interest to, to just secure the money. So I think the former signs the NAS to be traded uh, later on. Yeah, my prediction as well. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Atlantic Division web. First up, the finalists in the East this year, the Boston Celtics. The best two-way player in basketball, Jason Tatum. The second best two-way basketball player in the, in the league, Jalen Brown. What does Boston do to get better in this draft? Uh, they get a point guard and or some front court depth because as, as, as big and as um, intimidating as much Floor space that uh, Horford and and Robert Williams make up or take up. Um, if one of them's hurt, they don't really have someone who's uh, can really take over. Daniel Tice, ugh, I don't know if I've even seen him in the finals. Um, but I think that, I think they could really use a, a, a point guard. Take their first their first pick is fifty three, so they got some issues there. They yeah. traded the first round pick for Derek White this year, I believe. Okay, so. Now. Got them in the finals, yeah. Before Golden State waxed them, <laughs> gotta hate Boston. And 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 I think they can get some some good bigs uh, late in the draft, and also even some guards. So um, they should look out for that. Uh, and, and and actual guards who who will play a lot more. We could maybe even challenge uh, to start, not just to you know just rot in the rotation. Okay, Brooklyn's up next, and they have no picks in this draft, which is interesting to me. They traded their first-round pick to Houston and their second-round pick to Detroit. So do you have any needs for them that they yeah. get in the free agent market, I guess, the undrafted free agents? <laughs> yeah, Kyrie has the, you know, can be a free agent. Patty Mills can be a free agent. Bruce Brown's a free agent. Andre Drummond, Lamarcus Aldridge. That's a good portion of scoring and uh, size on the team. That's all the size on the team, actually. So they need a big. Um, they need someone who can actually play defense and who can actually stay healthy. Um, and, and, and I think they need some, some scoring as well. Uh, yeah. Brooklyn is doomed. If they give Kyrie any money, I'm going to laugh in their face forever and root for their failure. Okay. The New York Knicks wrapped. I like how you left that one go, Webb, because you love Kyrie Irving. Because you agree with him on all things political. The New York Knicks are up next. Team made a good run in 2021. And then they were awful last season. Their first pick is at number 11. They got Julius Randle, who was like fourth in MVP voting last season. What did they do to make this team better? Um, the Knicks are bad. The Knicks have been bad for most of uh, our 
lifetime. I think they had an anomaly in 2021. Um, I think everyone in this team is expendable. No one on this team should be untouchable. Um, they are. They were a solid defensive team in 2021. They were not a solid as good of anywhere near a defensive team as, as 2021 uh, this year. They don't get a lot of assists. They don't force a lot of turnovers. They don't score the ball a lot. So I think they could go anywhere. They can get a point guard. They can get someone who's a a, a sniper, and shoot from the outside, or they can get a big because Mitchell Robinson was their big, and um, he's a free agent. Would you do R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and pick 11 for your boy, Donovan Mitchell? I thought you were going to say Russell Westbrook. Um, I don't want to get something back as well. But, uh, so R.J., R.J., Julius Randle, number 11 for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I don't, I don't say no if I'm Utah, sorry, if I'm the Knicks, but I want something back in addition to Donovan Mitchell. That's because that's a lot of scoring. Obi Toppin, here we come, baby. I can't wait. I love Obi. He just got a raw deal getting getting selected to the next. Tibbs is the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. Quentin Grimes is good. I like uh, Quickly, too. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. Just they have the someone on their team named Ferran Hunt, who I don't think I've ever seen play basketball. Interesting. Yeah. Not important. But I think everyone okay. on that team is expendable. As they should be. Okay, the Philadelphia 76ers are up next. They have a gigantic decision to make about paying James Harden. Their first pick this year is that pick 23. What does this team do in the draft web? I think I think they need to get a big. Um, maybe get a maybe get a four. One of the worst rebounding teams in the league, despite having one of the best rebounders in the league and Joel Embiid. Um, I think they should get a big, they should get an oh, and or sorry, or get a, a, a lockdown defender. This team was a joke. Um, or they can even go in the direction of shooting. They have so many needs. Back a point guard. Uh, or a point guard if, 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 if uh, they don't want to stick with Harding, which they probably will, though. Uh, someone who can shoot. Someone who can lock down um, on the defensive end, whether in the post or on the perimeter. And, and, and a big... I think there's so many directions they can go in because this roster sucks. They got Thibel, who can't play offense because he's a great defender. I like Tyrese Maxey a lot. I think Tobias Harris is quite possibly one of the worst contracts in the NBA. <laughs> he's he's my new Middleton. He's up there right there. Like No, you got to give Middleton his due, man. That's why I said the new Middleton because I respect Middleton now. Tobias Harris has not won a title because Tobias Harris sucks. And... Well, I, I like Tobias Harris, but Tobias Harris is not going to be the second best player on the team. He was the Maybe fourth the best player. guy in the Clippers. And they're like, let's give this guy a lot of money. It was so stupid <laughs> when they did it. He only looked good because he's playing beside Boban. This is terrible. I like Toby. He, of course you do. So you think they need a big to pair with Embiid? Or to relieve Embiid. This team is terrible. They can't rebound the basketball. They're very inconsistent shooting. I think they can go in different directions. Either a big... Or they can get a wing, or they can get someone at the four. Like maybe they can get a tweener, like a, a someone in the three-four spot. Uh, okay, makes sense. The Toronto Raptors are up next. Uh, they traded away their first-round pick to San Antonio, so their first pick is the thirty-third pick in this year's draft. Made the playoffs this year. Really impressive showing. What does Toronto need in this draft? Yeah, I think it's one of two things, either a big or uh, like a floor general. And um, I don't know, at that, at that point, I have to see who's available. And I think they're going to have some, some good options. Uh, but a big would be really nice. Um, but Toronto was one of the worst uh, teams when it came to assists per game. They were the second worst team. Uh, they didn't have a, a floor general. Uh, they had Malachi Flynn. They had Delano Banton running point sometimes um they had you know freddie and 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 uh gary trent jr in the backcourt um but just wasn't enough and if they do get a point guard they need to get a point guard who can also shoot because this is this team cannot shoot at all let me ask you a question who do you think is the tallest player of the toronto raptors and how tall are they what is your prediction what is your guess here i'll say it's birch ken birch is tied 
for the tallest player in the team at six foot nine. <clears throat> Him, Chris Boucher, and Yuja Wananabe are all six nine. Is this the Boucher, smallest the team in the agent. league? This is a very um, small team. Yeah, maybe on maybe on average. They've got no like no one even six ten. That's crazy to me. I can't remember a team not having someone six ten before. Yeah, I think that was by design. Um, it didn't work out, obviously. That's I think they can they can get a big or they get a, a point guard who can shoot the basketball. I kind of liked Banton last year a little bit, and I've always liked Malachi Flynn, but we'll see. Yeah, Flynn barely played last year, <laughs> and Delano <laughs> Banton was in the G League. But Flynn played pretty well as a rookie when Lowry was out. He played pretty well. I remember him playing. He was pretty good. Your level of hatred is really impressive. I I appreciate it. (laughs) Let's move on to the Central Division web. First up, the Chicago Bulls. They had a pretty decent team this year. We're running real hot for a while. And then injuries destroyed them. Their best player, arguably Zach Levine, could be a free agent and leave this year. And their first pick is at number 18. What does Chicago do in this draft? Yeah, they, they need a big. Um, they have Vooch, but Vooch is obviously not the answer. They had Wendell Carter Jr. They shipped him out uh, for Vooch. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think they should take a big. If they don't take a big, they can also they can also try to get someone who can shoot the basketball because they're one of the worst shooting teams in the NBA. Second uh, second last in three-pointers made and third last in rebounds. So I think it can go either way. Probably better if they try to get a big. I think a big would help them very much. They were seriously lacking size at many points during this offseason. During the season, sorry. And it is reported that Zach Levine is intending to re-sign with Chicago by Jake Fisher, who we had on the pod was it a year ago. Yeah, hopefully that sticks. Hopefully that sticks. Okay, let's move on to Cleveland. One of the surprises in the NBA season this year. Jared Allen played incredible for them. Their star rookie, Evan Mobley, was out of this world, and Darius Garland took a huge step forward. Their first pick... In this year's draft, I believe it's in round two, a pick 39. What do you think? Sorry, they have pick 14 as well. My fault. They have pick 14 and 39. What is Cleveland going to do in this year's draft? I think they should go with a wing because, um, well, one, they could ship out Colin Sexton because they got Karis LeVert. Or ship out Karis LeVert and number 14 and get a wing. That would be great. Um, they have the size up front. Uh, Jared Allen and Mobley and Love, it's a solid, solidly put together team. And Kobe Altman is one of the uh, underrated, one of the, probably the most underrated GM in the league. So, go with the wing. Heard a report recently that Oklahoma City offered basically everything in their box, po- bucket to try and get Mobley in last year's draft. And Cleveland was like, we're not doing that. We're keeping Mobley. So, Thank OKC God messed up. Mobley's- I'm very glad they did not screw up uh, Mobley's career. Me too. Oklahoma City is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Sam, uh, Sam Press is the best. <laughs> they definitely need a wing, though, for sure. They've got great guards, got really good bigs. They could use a wing big time. Okay, another dumpster fire situation, the Detroit Pistons. They have the fifth pick in this year's draft. They have last year's number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham. Where should they go in this year's draft web? Yeah, so I think they could go uh, with a big or a point guard, like a true point guard. Uh, here. Um, this team was bottom of the league, like one of the worst teams uh, in terms of assists per game. They were bottom of the league, bottom three in terms of points per game. They didn't rebound the ball very well, and they didn't make a lot of three-pointers. Um, so I think they can get a point. Either a point guard or a center, because Isaiah Stewart's not the answer. I kind of liked Isaiah Stewart, but then you realize he's a six foot eight center, and that's probably not going to work again unless you're playing the Raptors. It's not good. Yeah, he's yeah he uh, he's not very uh, good right now, but he did improve in terms of shooting. So he can occasionally hit the three, and if he can develop that more this summer, he might have a place in this league for a while because he can rebound the basketball. Maybe he's the one that got punched by LeBron, right? Yeah, and then went berserk. <laughs> For good reason. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I have a problem with it because I don't think he was going to do anything. 
With one of those hold me back things? Yeah, that could be true. Yeah. Yeah. If he was actually going to do something, then fine, I respect it. But if not, and it was just, he was just praying that someone held him back, not a fan. I still like Killian Hayes, by the way. They took him like seventh overall two years ago. Hopefully took he can over, do Yeah. Halliburton, took him over, right? over Halliburton, took him over Cole Anthony. Very stupid. Very dumb. I, I, he, I said in my mock they should have taken that uh, Tyrese Halliburton should have gone to Detroit. I think I actually had them taking Killian Hayes because I was like, Detroit is stupid. They're going to do this. <laughs> Pretty sure I had that big right. I'm a basketball genius, but I'd never forget it. Okay, the Indiana Pacers are up next. This team is just waiting to tear it all down. Miles Turner can be traded any day. You got Goga. They got Brogdon. They got Halliburton. Buddy Heald. What does this team do in the draft? Their first pick is at number six. Yeah, so I think they can either go with uh, uh, a big power forward who can uh, who can rim run. Uh, they're not a very good rebounding team, and they're not a very good defensive team either. Uh, so <laughs> I'd I'd go with uh, with uh, a power forward if they can. Um, think of that, or, or just a big in general, um, or See if they can get a wing, man. Like they have a good backcourt. They have Brogdon. They have Ty Halliburton. They have Buddy Heald. But they're not going to have all three of those guys. They'll probably ship out Brogdon in the offseason. Why don't they try to get the second coming of I don't want to say Paul George, but someone in that vein? T.J. Warren's a free agent, um, and this team needs to score. They were very bad last season. I really like Halliburton, by the way. I'm still surprised they did that Halliburton for Sabonis deal, but this team could go in so many directions. I have no idea what they're going to do. It's going to be really interesting because could Halliburton be like a top seven guard in the league at true point guard? Uh, point guard. I don't know if he could be a top seven guard, but like, yeah, point guard for sure. Like he was my, he was my second favorite point guard in that class. Cole Anthony was my favorite. Um, but, you know, then he got hurt kind of. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love Ty Halliburton. Sacramento doesn't know what it's doing. So yeah. It's true. It's true. Okay. The last team in our draft preview for team needs in the Eastern Conference. Last year's NBA champion, the Milwaukee Bucks. Their first pick is at number 24. They have Giannis, who I think is quite possibly the best player in basketball right now. Who is going to join? Giannis in Milwaukee next season. How do they get this team better? I just think they just need depth. Um, probably in the backcourt. Um, when Middleton went down, I think they, they struggled to find scoring. Drew Holiday's great. Um, but they need some 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 depth there. DiVincenzo was hurt. Connaughton's a free agent. He didn't really do that one in the playoffs. Wes Matthews, not the answer at all. He's also a free agent. Um, and then Bobby Portis is likely going to be a free agent, but they're planning to re-sign him and Sergi Bach as a free agent. Uh, but they're going to bring back Portis for sure. So I think they can use some depth in the backcourt. Bryn Forbes is great for them uh, during the title run. Uh, yeah. If Chris Middleton didn't get hurt, this team repeats as champion, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I had as my pick for the championship. I think they would have beaten the Celtics for sure. They took the Celtics to seven with it with no Middleton. I think they definitely win with it with him. Yeah, exactly. And then Miami took the Celtics to seven with no Lowry for two games. You know, Lowry was terrible. That's pretty true, actually. Yeah, the Celtics are a paper champ in the East. Yes, sir. And if they win this title, I will say it's at an asterisk title, like all the Patriots Super Bowl titles are asterisks. I would like if you did that very much. <laughs> I'm consistent of anything. So you think just depth? I agree. Also, I really like Grayson Allen on this team, by the way. I, he's really good on this team. He's good. It's just hard to like him in general. But yeah, he's good. Everywhere he's gone, he's been a troublemaker. Oh, everybody yeah. hates him. Everyone. That's not in Milwaukee. And I bet you some people in Milwaukee hate him too. But he's really good at basketball. It makes no sense why he does these dirty, dirty things. <laughs> he's a good shooter. Um, I just think they need some depth there. I think Milwaukee has a really good team. I like Jordan Noir a lot. Um, Bobby Portis was fantastic for them. He was. Um, yeah, I, I think Milwaukee needs to tinker with this roster, though, because health is not guaranteed for them. Very true. Okay, Webb, let's end that there. And just really quick, the Celtics series versus the Warriors is going to Game 7. You say Celtics win Game 6. 
That's your prediction, correct? Uh, yeah. I really want the Warriors to win. But from what I've seen from the Warriors, they can't really – they can't be decisive and close out when they should. And that worries me. They couldn't do it with Dallas. They couldn't do it with Memphis. Even though they won game sixes, those series should have been over before that. It shouldn't have even gone to game six for both of those. You believe in the Jason Tatum magic. I get it. That's fine. I understand. I am saying the Celtics ended in – I'm saying the Warriors ended in six. My original pick was Warriors in seven. It's now Warriors in six. They end this this on Thursday. I hope you're right. I honestly hope you're right. I would be so happy if you're right. I'm a basketball genius, but I'm always right. Steph Curry is going to have 44 points. That would be on brand. 40, 16, 40. (laughs) Such a hater. Draymond's going to have the triple single as usual. Anthony Davis, solid zeros across the board. In the West. Club Trillion, nine zeros. <laughs> I hope so. I, ho- I hope you're right. Can You think Tatum could actually score 30 points this game, this this uh, upcoming game? It's going to be his- a war. Tatum adds 37, 8, and 8. He's going to have a nice game. 37, 8, and 8. On what, 25% shooting? What are we, 30% shooting? I'm not saying what the percentage is going to be. It's going to end up with 37, 8, and 8. He's going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah, shooting 9 for 25. (laughs) Seven turnovers. Uh, The seven turnovers are likely, yeah. That's probably going to happen. But Golden State wins in Boston to break the Boston Celtics fans' hearts, which I am personally here for. I hope so, man. Just, just Just to let you know before yesterday's game, when Tatum shot a career-high 10 for 20, 50%. 50% is pretty good. Yeah, as a career-high, uh, I'm not that impressed. Game one, three for 17, Coop. Three for 17. Game two, eight for 19. Improvement is still not efficient. Game three, Coop, nine for 23. Then he said, I'll do you one better in game four. I'll go eight for 23. Coop, do you realize that in games one and two, he shot 11 for 36. Call that the Devin Booker where I'm from. <laughs> I thought you'd say that. <laughs> I thought you'd yeah. say that. So, so uh, I have some stats for you, for Devin Booker. You already said these stats at the beginning of the show. Did you forget rubbing this in earlier already? No, no, I'm just saying. Devin Booker, which you may forget, in the finals against Milwaukee, which was a better defensive team than this year's Golden State, Dropped 42 and 40 on over 50% shooting against the Bucks. The average. Which games? The games where they got blown out and lost four straight? <laughs> yeah, it was two of those games. Yeah. But he, he, so, in losing he, efforts, he, he really showed out. <clears throat> it's like when he got 60 and a loss and held a sign up like a loser. Remember that? Okay. When, okay, fine. When, when Phoenix was um, up to nothing, so that, so game two. Booker was 12 for 25 for 31 points, five rebounds, six assists. So under 50%. He's awful. 100%. Yeah. Devin, I mean, Devin Booker holding up a sign saying 60 in a loss is like the Colts putting up the AFC finalist banner in the stadium. Okay. It's pathetic. Yeah, well, that's what the Celtics are going to do. NBA finalist. <laughs> okay, everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. We are huge on verbal. Please download the Amazon podcast app. I am not saying Jeff Bezos has kidnapped my dog. I'm not saying it, but please download that podcast app, okay? Because I miss my girl. I miss her. EDB. <laughs> please, Golden State, destroy Boston on Thursday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Yeah.